0: Welcome to Gear Vlogs Automotive Podcast, a hybrid call-in talk show where you, the viewer or listener of the Gear Vlogs YouTube channel, can tune in and listen to the latest in automotive news and happenings within the automotive space. I'm Mario Gear. Want to be a part of the show? It's easy. Just call our show, Voicemail Hotline, at 805-419-5129 any time of the day of the week before the following Thursday and leave a message or... Please follow us on the Clubhouse app. Become a member of the Gear Vlogs Gearheads Club on Clubhouse and raise your hand to come on stage and be a part of the community when we go live, most nights starting at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific. So sit back, relax, and crack open the cold one. Stellantis stops car shipments to and from Russia. The automaker has been making delivery vans in Russia But its chief has said production is likely to halt because of lack of parts. Stellantis, the maker of Jeep Fiat Peugeot vehicles, has suspended export of cars from Russia and imports of vehicles into the country, the company said Thursday. The automaker operates a small plant in partnership with Mitsubishi in Kalunga, southwest of Moscow. The plant employs about 2,700 people and produces small delivery vans that Stellantis has been exporting to other European countries. A week ago, the automaker chief executive Carlos Tra- Traver- Traveris, hinted that the plant might be might have to halt production. Operation will still will stop because there's simply no more parts, he said in a video conference. Stellantis with headquarters in Amsterdam, was formed through the merger of Fiat, Chrysler, and Peugeot. It makes vehicles under 14 brand names, including Ram, Chrysler, Maserati, Opel, Citroën, and there we go. Um, So, yeah, comment down below what you guys think. Unexpected or was it more uh, Stellantis taking a side in the uh, Ukraine versus Russia conflict? Yeah, comment down below what you guys think. Car industry woes show how global conflict will reshape trade. The war in Ukraine has highlighted the risk of doing business with authoritarian countries, not just Russia, but also China. The auto assembly lines going quiet in Germany, Britain, and Austria are more than just another example of how fragile supply chains have become. The shutdown may foreshadow a fundamental reordering of the global economy that Russia's invasion of Ukraine will accelerate. The conflict has underlined the risk of doing business in authoritarian countries, not just Russia, but also China, rising the question about the growing dependence of automobile industries in, on the Chinese market. China's support for Russia has further strained relations between Beijing and the United States and Europe, which were already at loggerheads over trade. In Berlin, the conflict has strengthened members of the new coalition government who argue that Europe, especially Germany and its car industry, has become overly dependent on trade with China. The automakers, with their global reach, Complex supply chains and millions of employees are a prime example of how the war in Ukraine could reshape international commerce. The war will force all companies to reckon with their exposure to an increasingly hostile political climate. And let's say, after trade wars and the pan-pandemic exposure to the acute vulnerability of global supply chains, the conflict will add to the pressure that corporations now face to manufacture closer to home and reduce the risk that turmoil in a faraway place will throw their operations into chaos. Long-term implications of this war are that we will see a faster deglobalization and a more fundamental move away from the above all German doctrine that economic interests often stand above foreign or security policy interests. Christian Brzezinski, an economist at the Dutch Bank ING, said in an email. As a consequence, China could become less important as an export market for European car makers. China has become the world's largest and fastest growing car market and is a critical source of profit for most large automakers and suppliers including U.S. companies like General Motors and Tesla. Volkswagen sells more than half of the cars it makes in China, and the country accounts for about one-third of sales for BMW and Mercedes-Benz. China has also become a crucial source of refined lithium required for electric car batteries, as well as a major manufacturer of the batteries. German automakers once viewed Russia as a promising growth market, too. A member of the vaulted BRIC countries, which also includes Brazil, India, and China, but more than three decades after the end of the Cold War opened up the market, Russia accounts for less than 2% of the German car maker sales. The other two BRIC countries, Brazil and India, also never quite lived up to the lofty growth expectations of Western automakers. German automakers also, automakers all but abandoned Russia days after President Vladimir Putin sent his tanks into Ukraine. They had little to lose in a market that is headed towards a deep recession that will surely decimate new car sales in the country for months or years. Volkswagen halted production at its two facilities in Russia and suspended exports of all vehicles in the country indefinitely citing the extensive interruption of business activities Mercedes-Benz and BMW took similar steps announcing that they will halt manufacturing in Russia which was already limited in exports to the country The biggest foreign car maker in Russia is the Renault Nissan Mitsubishi alliance which sold more than half a million vehicles there last year in a joint venture with the Russian car maker uh, Van. Tovaz, Renault, who shares fell 17% last week, did not respond to requests for comment on Friday on its plans for Russia. The most immediate problem facing European carmakers is how their return production to normal after the Russia invasion cut off supplies of wiring systems made in western Ukraine. Supply chains were already severely strained by short Shortages of semiconductors and other parts. Ukraine had become a popular place for manufacturer the systems which connect electronic components like taillights or entertainment systems inside cars. Assembly is done largely by hand, requiring a large number of skilled workers. Ukraine was attractive because labor is relatively cheap and the workforce well educated. Ukraine is also close to European car factories. Western Ukraine, where automotive suppliers like L- Liani have operations, is a 12-hour drive from BMW's factory factories in Bavaria. One unsettling lesson from the war is that the countries that seemed safe for years ago may not be anymore. Usually Ukraine would have been considered a relatively stable, Investment location, a healthy democracy open to foreign investment, said Peter Wells, director of the Center for Automotive Industry Research at Cardiff University in Wales. When fighting halted production at Ukraine's auto suppliers, the effect was almost immediate. No car can operate without wiring systems, which is often tailor made to specific vehicles. So called wiring harnesses are among the first components to be installed in new vehicles and their absence brings assembly lines to a standstill. Within days after Russia's troops crossing into the Ukraine, BMW shut several factories in Germany, Austria, and Britain because of parts shortages. Volkswagen suspended production at multiple locations, including its main German plant in Wolfsburg, and a factory in Zawitka that produces electric vehicles, including the ID-4 SUVs, which are exported to the United States. Porsche, a unit of Volkswagen, idled a factory in Leipzig that makes Cayenne sports utility vehicles. Mercedes Benz said it had adjusted shifts at some locations, but all its factories were running. War and sanctions could soon crimp supplies of raw materials from Russia that car makers need. A German Association of the Automotive Industry warned. Those include palladium used for anti-pollution equipment in cars and nickel essential for car batteries. Ukraine is a major source of neon, a gas used for high-performance lasers that in turn are required for production of scarce semiconductors. And when they're talking about palladium, they're talking about catalytic inverter, folks. Uh, Let's see. The fighting has also interfered with air flight as well as rail traffic on the Trans-Siberian railway, which German car makers use to supply factories in China. Eventually, automakers will figure out ways to cope. They have a lots of r- recent practice dealing with logistic chaos because of the VID, switching to alternative sources of wiring systems in other countries that produce them, like. Tunisia will take two to four weeks, said Joachim Demeski, a managing director at the German Auto Industry Association and an expert on production. The much bigger worry for many European companies, not just car makers, is whether the war in the Ukraine will have a chilling effect on international trade. If so, the consequences for European or Europe could be... Severe exchange of goods and services across borders accounts for 86% of the gross domestic product of the European Union, compared to only 23% of the U.S. economy, according to World Bank figures. A lot depends on what China does, said Guthrum Wolf, director of Brugel, a research organization in Brussels. China is expected to buy more Russia oil and coal if NATO members impose an embargo. Russian oil sales have already slowed sharply because many refiners, shippers, and other companies are shunning the country. Chinese automakers will probably move into the vacuum left in the Russian auto market by the Germans. But Mr. Wolf questions how far China will want to follow Mr. Putin into a prolonged confrontation with the United States and Europe. China is very intertwined economically with the West, he said. I don't know how far China can really go in giving indiscriminate support to Russia. For German automakers and for some U.S. companies like GM and Tesla that have a lot invested in China, the question is almost extensual, whatever. So far, none show any signs of pulling back from China. They are still hoping that the market forces non-geopolitical will determine their fate. In the end, said Mr. Demensky of German Auto Association, the customer will decide. Yeah, what do you guys think about this whole um, <clears throat> kerfuffle uh, with Russia and Ukraine? You think it's going to be a good thing or bad thing for the U.S. economy? Do you think it's uh, we could be poised or position ourselves to strengthen manufacturing here in the U.S. on a global scale? Comment down below. Meet Riley Leon of Austin, Texas. Recently, he was the subject of a Stormwatcher video that went viral on social media. Well, here's the clip, and then we'll get into his story. Here we have the viral video of 16-year-old Austin, Texas teen Riley Leon who survives their tornado attack. Here you see the tornado flip his Silverado on its side, followed by a 360 degree spin before flipping it back onto all four wheels. I believe after Riley realizes what just happened, he drives the heck out of there. Normally you would say built Ford tough, but I think Chevy wins this one. If you're on social media, you may have uh, seen a Chevy Silverado that was lifted off the road by a Texas tornado and then drove away. It was pretty miraculous feat. And local news station KXAN Austin even tracked down the truck only to find it with a minor scratches on its side. This entire ordeal has turned out to be a meme machine not to mention great PR for Chevy, which is collaborating with Bruce Lowry Chevrolet of Fort Worth to give the driver and his family a brand new Silverado. (laughs) Riley Leon, who's only 16, will soon have a 2022 Chevy Silverado 1500 LT all-star edition in cherry Red. The dealer decided to lend a hand after seeing Leon's interview on KHOU 11, and Chevy has also donated $50,000 to the American Red Cars to support national disaster relief across efforts across Texas. That's pretty nice of them. We are thankful Riley is safe, commented his driving skills during a frightening situation, and our hearts are with other families in Texas that have been affected by these storms, Chevrolet said in a statement. Due to the quick action of the team at Bruce Lowry Chevrolet, the new truck will be presented to Riley and his family on Sunday or Saturday, March 26, at the dealership. Leon was apparently coming home from an interview with Whataburger when he encountered a storm on his way home, as KHOU11 reports. His claims it was a family vehicle, though he had just purchased it, From his dad. I reached out to Chevrolet on Wednesday asking if it would be giving the driver a new pickup. Though at the time only the American Cost donations had been confirmed. I'm glad to see Leon getting a 2022 Silverado. Especially considering how much good press this has brought about for the company that made his truck. It's pretty much all I've seen on Facebook ever since the Storm Chaser. Brian Emmerfinger posted the viral clip on Monday night. Let's see what he posted here. Our tweet read, oh my God, just going through my video. This is a story about a red truck and a tornado. I cannot believe they drove away like that. Uh, let's see, that my friends is a once in a lifetime situation, not only to make it out of a storm, but to also to have it caught on camera. Uh, let's see i'm not sure if this will play and if i get well it's on twitter so let's see what happens wow there's the truck Amazing. That is just amazing. Wow. Yeah, comment down below. Do you believe that? How would you have reacted? Uh I think uh, I'd be uh a little uh heavy in the uh shorts, so to speak <laughs> all right, comment down below. Grand Turismo 7 is sorry will give 1 million free credits and make serious changes. GT7 is co- course-correcting hard with bigger payouts, more events, and a get-this, the ability to sell cars. Hmm, interesting. Let's read the uh, story. If you're a big console game player, it's been a rough couple of weeks for PlayStation's newest flagship racing game. After an update inadvertently rendered Gran Turismo 7 essentially inoperable for about 30 hours, the game became playable again, but to countless players, eerie. Many in-game event credits payouts have been dramatically nerfed. This led to accusations of pushing people towards the game's relatively pricey microtransactions, in which players would trade real-life money for in-game credits and strategic bait and switch pre-release review copies including in the interest of full disclosure the one played uh played by the writer of this article were played without microtransactions activated and doled out the original more generous payouts Fortunately, the game's creators have apparently heard the outrage loud and clear and are promising some serious course corrections. In a PlayStation blog post, GT creator Polygon Digital Boss apologized for the fiasco and announced a free 1 million credits for players who owned the game before the day of of this announcement as a goodwill gesture. The million credit gift should be rolling out now and those who'd like to take advantage must log into the game sometime between now and April 25th. Who's more, what's more, Yakamichi has also promised a patch scheduled for early April that will both add more events and bump up payouts. Specifically, this will entail reestablishing the reward system with greater balance throughout the game to benefit all players and an approximate doubling of the payouts for events on the latter half of the world circuits i.e. tracks unlocked near the second half of the game cafe campaigns rather than the first and the addition of high rewards for competing a set of circuit experience events an unspecified pay raise for online races and eight new one-hour-long endurance races with higher reward settings. Gokomechi also said the max amount of non-microtransaction gain credits you can have at any one time will be up From 20 million to 100 million. There should be no cap at all if Polygon were true capitalists. While more used and legend cars will be available from their respective dealerships at any one time, the blog post also promised new cars, new course layouts, and other fixes coming sometime before the end of April. As for near term game enhancements, that can't quite give a specific timeline yet. GT7 will apparently be receiving higher payouts of limited time rewards, more world circuit events true 24-hour endurance races, online time trials that pay out based on your distance from the event leader, and hang on to your hats, the ability to sell your dream cars. Indeed, people were big mad about the update. That's now slowly being reversed, at least partially memes or may gaming personalities who had officially promoted the game before the public, publicity shaking their heads. The game was r- relentlessly review bombed on Metacritic and my colleague or the writer's colleague Victoria Scott wrote a brilliant piece about how the game's new money talks. Mantra is a desperate reflection of today's economy, automotive and otherwise, an environment that I personally seek to escape when playing a video games like GT7. Yeah. So, are you a big gamer? And has this update glitch affected you? What are your thoughts? I'm not a gamer. I don't have a console. Maybe someday I'll be able to afford one. But, uh, yeah, what are your guys' thoughts? Comment down below.